0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 576, Gut Health, by Becca Schoen of minimalwellness.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Monday to you. I hope your week and the beginning of October is off to a great start. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where we simply find blogs and get permission from the websites to narrate them for you. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. Gut health is so popular now, so I have a post about that today. But before we get to it, well, speaking of gut health, this episode is brought to you by Ubiome. Your gut is home to trillions of microbes that affect your health in countless ways, including digestion, mood, and your ability to fight illness. Ubiome is pioneering a new era of microbiome-based precision medicine with SmartGut a quick and easy at-home test that screens for microbes associated with IBS, IBD, and many other chronic conditions. Sampling is quick and easy. It takes less than three minutes. SmartGut is healthcare provider-ordered and reimbursed by most health insurance. Request your SmartGut test today. Just go to com slash optimal. That's ubiome.com slash optimal, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Gut Health, by Becca Schern of minimalwellness.com. Living within your gastrointestinal tract are 100 trillion microbes from over 1,000 different species, collectively referred to as the gut microbiome. Recent research into the microbial world within our bodies has illuminated many previously unknown connections to our overall health. Indeed, the human body is an ecosystem with many sub-ecosystems, such as the gut. And just like the environment, when one of those ecosystems malfunctions, it compromises the entire system. So why is gut health so important? Microorganisms in our gut help us properly digest foods, particularly complex carbohydrates and dietary fiber. They also produce vitamins like vitamins K, B12, and biotin and short-chain fatty acids. And they secrete chemical compounds that perform nervous system signaling and mood regulation functions like serotonin, GABA, dopamine, tryptophan, and more. Around 50% of dopamine and 90% of the body's serotonin are synthesized in the digestive tract. Together, dopamine, serotonin, and GABA form a trio of neurotransmitters that are essential for regulating mood, including feelings of happiness, alertness, and satisfaction. Serotonin is also connected to carbohydrate cravings, sleep cycles, pain management, digestion, and immune system function. The neurotransmitters and other signaling chemicals produced in the gut travel to and communicate with the brain via the gut-brain axis, which is a combination of immune, neural, and neuroendocrine pathways. Because of the gut-brain connection, gut health is directly intertwined with mental health and stress responses. When gut health suffers, so does our ability to potentially handle stress and other everyday mental challenges. The gut microbiome is also an integral component of the human immune system, providing a first line of defense against pathogens. Some researchers believe as much as 70% of our immunity resides in the gut and proper functioning of our immune system relies on an intact intestinal wall. The intestinal wall is critical to prevent bacteria, pathogens, partly digested food compounds, metabolic wastes, and chemicals from entering our bloodstream. But the intestinal wall can be damaged via multiple modes of gut dysbiosis, including infections, psychological stress, Western dietary habits, chronic inflammation, long-term use of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or NSAIDs, excessive alcohol intake, antibiotics, food sensitivities, fungal or yeast imbalances, and small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, or SIBO. Damage to the intestinal wall can result in increased intestinal permeability, a condition commonly referred to as leaky gut. In leaky gut, compounds that are not supposed to enter the bloodstream do. This passage of foreign compounds into the bloodstream is thought to be involved in many disease states, including anxiety, depression, hyperactivity, irritable bowel syndrome or IBS, chronic fatigue syndrome, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, obesity, type 2 diabetes, and food and environmental allergies. Some of the most common causes of gut dysbiosis include the overuse of antibiotics, our highly stressed lives, and our consumption of heavily processed foods. One of the reasons our food supply in particular is so damaging to our gut is that microorganisms are the enemy of our industrialized food system. Microorganisms can cause food to spoil quickly, although microbial fermentation of foods is one of the oldest methods of food preservation, which leads to lost profit for food corporations. Whenever possible, food companies remove microorganisms from the food products they sell. Produce is washed in antimicrobial baths, and meat is treated with ammonium hydroxide. While these processing aids are FDA approved and are generally recognized as safe, the removal of harmful and spoilage microorganisms, which are the well-intended goal of these processes, also eliminates beneficial microorganisms and adds unnecessary chemicals to our food supply. Unfortunately, our food supply is not the only place we no longer encounter bacteria. Our homes, offices, schools, and other public spaces are also overly sanitized. Just as with food, We sanitize our environment to remove dangerous bacteria, but the beneficial bacteria get wiped out too. Without good bacteria entering and colonizing our bodies from our food and our environment, we become perfect hosts for pathogenic microorganisms. It's ironic that the food, cleaning products, and sanitizers that are sold and marketed to the public as health-promoting insidiously kill off a key component of the human ecosystem. Research is demonstrating that those living in Western societies have far less microbial diversity than those living in other parts of the world. This lack of bacterial variety, or the number of unique species and the total number of microorganisms, means we are likely missing bacterial species that are critical for health, and it also leaves our systems more vulnerable to infection and disease. Our weak guts may be one of the reasons we feel chronically exhausted or crave carbohydrates and also look for external sources of pleasure and reward. When our microbiome is imbalanced, we have lower neurotransmitter production and signaling, and as a consequence, we find it more difficult to feel happy, alert, and satisfied. To make up some of that emotional deficit, we seek out ways of artificially boosting those feelings via activities such as shopping, social media, email, and even professional achievement. We feel terrible, so we buy stuff, eat a donut, scroll through Instagram, or all three, but after the dopamine and serotonin hits, that wears off, we're right back to where we started. In a perverse way, our modern consumerist lifestyle is both a cause and a reinforcer of ill health. We are most susceptible to marketing and societal pressure when we are looking for something, anything, to help us feel better. Indeed, the consumer model functions best when we, the consumers, feel the worst. Thankfully, we are in control of our actions and of our health. We can all begin and take action somewhere in our lives in order to feel better, and working to restore gut health is something everyone can benefit from. While it's certainly not a sexy topic, the gut microbiome and intestinal wall integrity is directly or indirectly tied to just about every other aspect of human health. Energy, weight, muscle mass, skin, hair, immunity, sleep, digestion. And as discussed, inflammation and stress both cause and exacerbate gut dysbiosis and leaky gut. Therefore, reducing inflammation and stress are central recommendations for improving gut health. A diet for optimal gut health includes ample amounts of anti-inflammatory foods that help heal and nourish the gut and also contain and feed beneficial bacteria. Oh, and minimizing added sugars is also helpful. You just listened to the post titled Gut Health by Becca Schoen of minimalwellness.com. And speaking of gut health, this episode is brought to you by Ubiome. Your gut can tell you a lot when you're in love, who to trust, and whether you should have eaten that meatball sub. But sometimes your gut can be hard to decode. As Becca mentioned, our gut is home to trillions of microbes, about as many as the amount of human cells in your body. Those microbes may affect your health in countless ways. They might help you digest food, manufacture vitamins, improve your mood, or even fight off illness. So, How do you know if your bacteria are working with you or against you? That's where SmartGut can help. SmartGut is a quick and easy at-home test that helps you understand if your gut bacteria are working with you or against you by screening for microbes associated with IBS, IBD, prediabetes, kidney stones, and many other chronic conditions. Sampling is quick and easy. It takes less than three minutes. SmartGut is healthcare provider ordered and reimbursed by most health insurance. The knowledge you gain from SmartGut can help you and your healthcare provider make smart decisions about your health. Request your SmartGut test today. Just go to ubiome.com optimal. That's U-B-I-O-M-E ecom optimal. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Dr. Neil again here. There's so much we still don't know about how the microbiome affects every other cell in the body. Back when I was in school, which was some time ago now, we were starting to learn that the immune system, that many of the immune cells are actually located in the gut. That was a new finding back then. We have now, of course, confirmed that theory. But what about the gut-brain axis? Well, we're learning more and more about that each day. I would say right now, it's a lot of theory, a lot of speculation, so we don't know for sure whether a leaky gut, for example, would lead to dementia or Alzheimer's. That's just one theory. And I actually went into some detail about leaky gut and the gut-brain axis in a Q&A episode a while back. And my conclusion was this. In order to try and promote a healthy gut, one of the best things you can do is incorporate whole foods as much as possible. You don't have to avoid processed foods, but try and cut back a little bit. So what I'm talking about are simple carbohydrates, sodas, candy, you get the idea. But consuming vegetables, Fruits in moderation, minimally processed grains that are a good source of fiber. Those are the things that will help keep your microbiome in good shape. What about yogurt and kefir and Yakult? Those probably couldn't hurt, just you don't need to go crazy with those. The problem is we just don't know whether those good bacteria found in those products actually make it to your intestines or whether your stomach destroys most of those bacteria before it gets to where it needs to go. There are probiotic supplements that may benefit some folks. I would definitely check with your doctors first to be sure that it's safe for you to consume because believe it or not, sometimes these probiotics can interfere with your medications. All right, that'll do it for the Monday episode. Thank you as always for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I'll be back here tomorrow with a post from regular contributor Nia Shanks and where your optimal life awaits.